Welcome back to Idol Talk. In this episode, we discuss the songs we just can't get enough of, whether they're new releases or just new to us from some of our faves in the K-pop industry. This episode will cover Life's Too Short by Espa, Make Me Happy by Wein, and Hype Boy by New Jeans. Stay tuned because we got you covered with the K-bops. Welcome back to Idol Talk, where we explore South Korean pop culture one obsession at a time. My name is Ashley, and I'm your host. Hey, everyone. I'm Chris, co-host. And, oh, man. Okay, so y'all know that TikTok trend, corn? It's corn! A bit. So, okay, my algorithm yeah. right now, it, it it's like this really stupid like meme song with this little boy and he's talking about how much he loves corn and so there's a song that goes along with it that's like it's corn a big lump with not it has the juice so okay <laughs> <laughs> so my algorithm now the trend is that their people are putting in their k-pop stars so it's like that song oh. and like the one i came across with today was jungkook of because of his birthday and so it's like the yeah. song is going on but on the titles it's saying like it's jungkook like um Cute. a big lump of knobs and it shows like his picture his abs picture and it's wow. like it's just hilarious so I would like, I'm calling out to all of the listeners, if you come across a Min Yoongi one, please send it my way, because I am in love with that man ever <laughs> since his wood carving blog. That's it. Just just make what? it yourself. I, I need he to. He carved wood in a, a vlog? Yeah, man. They have hobbies and shit now. Yeah. He did a vlog where he did, like, wood carpenting. Wood carpentry, wood carpentry oh, for yeah. a day, um, and he made seven whale cutting boards for the members. It was cute. Oh, so that's cute! Sweet. I really like that they're on like side quests right now. I, me too. Like Jin's doing a bunch of random shit. Cookie. I love it. Mm-hmm. Hey everyone, it's Casey, co-host, uh, resident thirst queen, and crybaby. Um, I just want to make a public service announcement that if you're going to leave us mean comments on our Instagram, please avoid using like slurs or harmful language against minority and uh, vulnerable groups. We can handle the hate or whatever co critical comments, but let's not use uh, inappropriate language. Also, don't delete it after because you gotta save your whole chest, you know? That's it. Yes, yes. <laughs> We're nice. I agree. I second that. I welcome hatred. I welcome hatred. But not in a mean, like constructive criticism. Yeah, but that's not know? hatred then. That's just, that's okay, feedback. That's I'm, helping I don't welcome yeah, hatred. That's feedback. Yeah. I, I welcome constructive criticism. Yes. I welcome all all comments as i just don't want us to be using hard, like bad language derogatory you know language. derogatory thank you chris derogatory language yes. because we can be better than that even when we're being yes. critical of the th the entertainment that we consume agreed we love you all right so <laughs> 
Today we are here for another K-Bops episode. This is so for those who are new here, um, K-Bop episodes are uh, episodes where we discuss new releases or songs that are just new to us uh, from some of our faves in the K-Pop industry. So let's start off with Chris. What are you listening to? So my song is not necessarily new, um, and it's also not necessarily new to me, but I was just in a pinch, you know, I'm recovering from COVID, so I was trying to figure out what to listen to after being on my deathbed. (laughs) It's an oldie but goodie. Yes, it's a very, very good goodie. Um, So my rec for this episode is going to be Life's Too Short by Espa. You should really take the notes and somewhere else Cause you've got to realize Doing me regardless And I don't care what to say about it And it don't matter if you like it or not uh -uh. I'm having all this fun So why would I ever stop Doing me regardless No, I don't care what to say about it Okay, so I'm going to be highly controversial, and I'm going to suggest the English version because I can sing along to it. Not that, it's pretty not, good. Not that I'm unwilling to sing along to the Korean version. You know, I'm all for that, but I just – it's a, lo- a little bit easier for my brain to comprehend, process, and regurgitate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so this song came out in June 24. On sorry, on June 24th, 2022, um, they performed this and premiered and performed for the first time at Coachella at their Coachella stage. <gasps> wow. Um, at least the English version. Oh. The English version per- for sure was performed at Coachella, I believe. So. The other, ver- the Korean version, the original version was made kind of as a, actually it was the pre-release single to their newest album, Girls. So um, it came before obvi- this new album. Um, it's described as a mid-tempo soft pop and bubblegum pop mm. with bright, breezy, and hopeful vocals. So I I actually got to see this at the Espa showcase this past when did I go May? No June 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 it was in June I think either May or June um, and I saw this in person and it was cute because the members were very wearing the same outfits that they were wearing in their music video. Oh I love that. Oh, oh I love winter with their cute little like I don't know what that fabric is called tulle her like tulle little. Um, outfit meeting yeah. was so gorgeous like I can't get over her she's my bias um, and yeah so I I just love this song I love listening it to to it in the car it has such a positive message mm-hmm. um, which actually let me go What's over because I didn't go over that the message is pretty much because Espa is set in this whole um, metaverse and with their avatars and all that they're kind of focusing the way the music video at the showcase made it seem was that how people are leaving hateful comments <laughs> on the internet and <laughs> saying mean things and so how appropriate for today's recording um, and so the message of the song is pretty much just saying like life's too short 
Keep on going. That means nothing to it. Just live your life to the utmost beautiful, utmost potential you have. Don't let anyone bring you down. Um, so I just absolutely love that message. Mm-hmm. So it's cute. Yeah, I really liked it. Um, I only heard the English version, so sorry to contribute yeah, to too. the controversy. <laughs> but I really like this because it's not. The standard like Espa title track type vibe, it kind of stays consistent throughout the whole song. And y'all know I'm on like a feminine girl group kick right now, so it totally played into my current t- music taste as well as the music video being hyper feminine, girly. I loved the message, and I was really impressed with the st- English structure of the lyrics, like. Sometimes with English versions of songs, it's hit or miss yeah. because it's a lot of nonsense cobbled together into a song. Right. However, this one, a lot of it made sense. There was some complex sentence structure in there. I was like, okay, like they actually put some effort you into know this. What I thought it was. So you know how normally, well, not normally, but sometimes um, artists get. A demo track that's originally written in English,、oh. and then they translate it to Korean. Yeah, that's that's what I thought was going on here. That this was created originally in English, and then they must have translated it to Korean. Okay, that makes a lot more、I'm, sense because it's pretty good. It is really yeah, good. Yeah, so I actually have the writers of the song.、Um, it was written by. I'm sorry if I butcher this name. Let me look up the pronunciation real quick. And of course, it doesn't load anymore. Okay, well, okay. His stage name is Emanike,、um, but it's Usochi, Uzo for short, Emanike.、Um, he's a British singer, songwriter, and record producer. He is of, it seems, he is of black descent. Um, another writer is Becky Hill, Sam Kleppner, and it was produced by Kleppner. So it could be very true what you just said. I'm making assumptions, of course, too,、um, that it it was written in English originally and then maybe translated to Korean.、Yeah. I wonder how the Korean version directly translates because I didn't find any weird translations in this English version.、Mm-hmm. Ask Peter. Make him. I want break down the translation. <laughs> make him. Make him. Yeah,、work. make him work. <laughs> Peter needs to contribute more than offering to be our merch model. <laughs> our merch model. Okay. We need to use、note. him for his mind as well as his, <laughs> his body. His his heritage. He needs to contribute.、Yes. I will let him know. I will pass along. Side note. The mixer I bought. I bought an audio mixer for these recordings. He asked for the two mic inputs for when he、wow. comes on、Shut、the, the pod. Shut the fuck up! I'm dead serious. <laughs> okay, yeah. Bring Peter on, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Start a petition for my husband to come on the pod. Yeah, put him, put him、I、on w- the pod. I wonder what. What he would he say? Would say? Like, <laughs> does he know anything about K-pop? And I also don't want to have K-pop conversations with like locals because the locals only know like、uh, they always have opinions about like super feminine K-pop and like you know、I、what、wonder. I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I want him to have like real find out and then、K-pop、report、thoughts. back, Chris. 
What? I know he'll have, well, I mean, he, he did give me my input for our island episode. Oh, did he? So, yeah, he was very oh, into and hyped. That's right. That's right. I remember now. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see if we can get him on the pod. But look forward to him modeling our merch. Maybe he likes, oh like, reality competition content only. I think so. Yeah. So the next K-dramas one. K-dramas too. Okay, we can do a K-drama one. There is a new reality. I don't know if you guys will like it. What is it? It's, um, it's Street Fighter. Oh. Two, I think it's a female rap show. I think it's the same one oh. that that Jesse Jesse no. did. Yeah. Actually, I don't know. I don't know if it's by the same name, but it's all like uh, female rappers. When is that? Is that already out? I don't know. I'll look it up and I will share it with you guys. Okay. But I know that um, uh, the girl from Mama Moo is in it. The rapper Moon Moon. Oh my gosh, Moonbill. Yes, I blame. And um, the leader of WJSN. We saw her at Head in the Clouds. Exy. Which one was she? She's the the one with like the orange hair. Okay. Okay. Yeah, she's on the show too. We have a direct picture with her in the background. Yeah. Yeah, we do. We have a we have an in with WJSN. You guys, thank you, Brian, Nam. Chris, and Ashley, and Sammy were at Head in the Clouds, and they were fucking literally rubbing elbows with celebrities while they were watching yeah. fucking Chunga and Jay Park and shit. Yeah, maybe yeah. the uh, we had the highest, so we had the highest ticket level possible, and in our section, it was only people that had like the VVIP tickets and artists and their guests. And so I think, like, uh, there were four members of WJSN there, Exe, their leader, Bona, and then two other girls, I don't remember their names, and they were there as, like, artist guest passes. Simulu, they said? Yes, Mm -hmm. Simulu was there, um, and then some other artists that were performing at Head in the Clouds were in our same section. Eric Nam was there, but... I think he was hanging out in the backstage area because Brian, Brian was there. I took a picture with him and then the next day he was there again and I was trying to get him to hang out with our friend group. I was like on a mission. (laughs) I was looking for him like because he was by himself. He was. He was by himself and he was, you can tell he was looking for his friend group out in the section that we were in, but he couldn't find them. And so people kept approaching him and stuff like that. Or at least this one girl kept approaching him. So I was telling Ashley and Sammy, I was like, I really want him to, like, be our friend and join our group. Like, tell, yeah. let's tell him he can hang out with us. So he's not a little awkward boy? Yeah. But then when Jackson Wang uploaded all his pictures post Head in the Clouds, um, he has a picture with Eric Nam on there. So I was like, oh, okay. Mm. Eric was there. I... I died at your post, Chris, where you said um, that you collected all of the Nam brothers. I was like, you really did. Like, you fucking worked hard. Completed your collection. I literally went up to him and I said, I don't even know. Like, I I was, you can ask Ashley and Sammy all weekend. I was like, I'm a fucking creeper. He probably hates me. But I went up to him and I was like. So I have a picture with your brother, with both of your brothers, actually. Can I have a picture with you to complete it? No way. And he was like, yeah, sure. 
And so he was so nice about it. He was nice. There were a lot of people that recognized him, actually. He was getting Mm -hmm. photos left and right. Wow. I think especially after the WJSN girls didn't want pictures. And so he told the fans no pictures from them. But then they started taking pictures with him instead. Hilarious. Yeah. That's cute. Yeah. Yeah. I have FOMO. Yeah. One day we'll do a, a head in the clouds recap. But yes. Yeah. Sorry. Is there, is there anything else you want to add about Espa? No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> right. Back to Espa. Um, I'm just, I love them so much. Like, it's just, I, I can't believe how much my love has grown since seeing them live. Um, although I don't know, I think they lip sang live, but still their, their stage presence is just, ugh. Yeah. Is all I can say. You guys. I yes, I was just going to call you out. <laughs> yeah. I pre-ordered my fan light, my light stick. It's my only, the only other light stick I have is BTS. Wow. Oh, wow. You're committed. So this is a big deal. Um, so I'm going to go get an Hypen's light stick because I'm going to see them too, but I'm pre-ordering this one. That is my love. Pre-order. Coming from Korea. Coming from SM Global Shop. So don't screw me over at SM Global Shop because I've been seeing the TikToks. My, uh, when I ordered my shiny light stick from SM Global Shop, it took months to get yeah. to me so i'm scared i saw this tiktok where this girl ordered the key bad love vinyl mm-hmm. from sm global shop and she pre-ordered it too and oh, it just never got to her wow. oh hell no and to the point where like she had to email it and email them and ask where was it and then they were like oh sorry we don't have it in <gasps> stock anymore what the f- so they gave her like a bunch of random shiny crap to make up for the cost of the vinyl. No. So I'm scared it's going to happen to me. So light a candle for me please. Let me get my light stick. I'll pray yeah. for you. Thank okay. You. I mean late is better than never, so. Yeah, exactly. Thank you Chris for that recommendation. Uh Casey, what song do you have for us? <laughs> Yeet. So my recommendation is even older than Chris's recommendation. Um, I guess not old. It's pretty recent, I guess. But anyway, my recommendation is Make Me Happy by Wien. Talk to me song came out January 16th, 2021. Um, And it's the title track of her EP, We. 
Uh, Huyen did not renew her personal contract with RBW, and but then stayed with Mamamoo. Oh, sorry, I guess I should have provided more context for the listeners who aren't too familiar, but Huyen is a member of Mamamoo, and uh, Hui um, and Make Me Happy are her first solo activities uh, with her new label called The Live, which was founded by the Bixi member Ravi. Um, so it's weird. I don't understand how this whole contract stuff works, but apparently she terminated her, well, not terminate, she did not renew her personal contract with RBW, who is the label that Mamamoo belongs with, but she did sign a contract to stay on with Mamamoo because they wanted to continue activities as a group. So I don't know how that works. I'm guessing it's the same way that Girls' Generation yeah. members who left SM could still come back with the group. Um, but yes, so this uh, is like an R&B, soul, K-pop type vibe song. And I love it. So I discovered the song hella late, might I add, because I've been on a uh, KRNB kick lately. Um, I, my current favorite song is Summer by Paul Blanco, so I started a radio station with that song, and this song, this song by We It Makes uh, Make Me Happy is from that radio station. Yay! And- Welcome to the KRNB club, Casey. We're oh, happy okay. to have you here. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize that you were club president over here. Yeah, I am. Welcoming committee. (laughs) Well, thank you for welcoming me. I'm happy to be here. Um, But I've just been vibing. Like, I love just like, I don't know what it is, but her voice, like, yes, her voice has like this soft melody, mellowness, and like the song itself is so... Vibey, I don't yes. know. It's, I, I, I lack the vocabulary to adequately express my love for the song. Um, so, according to the Mama Moo fandom wiki, the song expresses the allure of getting to know a lover, the feeling of going back and forth with someone, almost like playing Ooh. ping pong. Huyen commented that the song has similar vibes to Alice in Wonderland, which when you watch the music mm-hmm. video to the song, you'll see those influences throughout the music video. So, you know, the music video itself, hyper feminine, lots of florals, lots of live plants. Uh, there's like going down the rabbit hole uh, imagery, a lot of like butterflies and pastels. It matches the tone of the song, I feel. And a lot of her other songs on her EP kind of fit in that K R and B vibe as well. And I thought when I first uh, heard this song, I actually listened to it over and over for a little bit. And I thought, wow, like, why isn't she getting more traction and attention yeah. for these songs? And I realized it's because in this, like, girl group landscape right now we're in like exciting like people like the exciting like upbeat powerhouse type songs and Mama Moo is one of the contributors to those popular types of music whereas these types of songs that she's doing in her solo work are more mellow and not necessarily what is like 
yeah. playing in the airwaves, which is such a shame because it it's is. such a pretty song. Yeah, it is. Yeah, all Wien's solo shit is like really good. I think she's the main mm-hmm. vocalist for Mamamoo, isn't she? Um, I think say? it's her and Solar, but yeah. Oh, uh, okay, okay, okay. Because she has a lot of lines when it when it comes to Mamamoo songs. Yeah. I want to recommend some other Wien songs for you since you're a new Wien stan. So you're... <laughs> She oh, okay. has two albums, the one that we, which is the one you're recommending, and then the one prior in 2021 called Red. Some other songs that, mm-hmm. like that album is pretty much the same vibe as like this song. Very mellow, R&B, R&B vibey. Songs I would recommend to you. I'll write this down for you later. Watercolor, Ooh-hoo, Ooh. and No Thanks. Watercolor. Oh. Oh, I think I saw. Uh, does Watercolor have like an animated music video? I think it does. Because she has the same image of her like falling backwards that happens in Watercolor as well. But it's like the live action oh. version compared to the animated mm. version or something. She has a lore happening. She has a lore happening. She's t- <laughs> she has callbacks. She's tying her world together. And you know I what? I love it. We love to see story world, like world building in our idols. Yeah. Yeah. Very but, traditional K-pop. Mm-hmm. That's something we've ca- like complained about in the past was like, we don't get a lot of that world building anymore and established lore. Uh, which I this is stuff I used to love when we when I was initially getting into K-pop at the level of standing that I am now is I even though I never really got to get into EXO to Ashley or Nathan's level I really liked that there was lore and there was like background I needed to know first and it helps you get into a group is is because you're like ah fuck I gotta learn all the fucking lore and the symbolisms. <laughs> Speaking of that, did you know that in Super M they used the XO lore when it came to Kai and Baekhyun? Oh, their su- their superpowers. Also, <laughs> their superpowers. I think they used it in Jopping. Oh, I didn't know. Like, th- I didn't yeah, notice that. Yeah, I didn't notice. What that. is it? Kai is light, and Baekhyun is teleportation. I forgot what it was, but um. But yeah, in dropping, they tied in their superpowers into the music video. For Super. Kai is teleportation. Oh, Kai is Bet teleportation. Light. So that's why, like in the beginning scene of dropping, you see Kai kind of like like speed racer his en- is his entrance. <laughs> like he uh-huh. just like I don't know like not appears but like you know in flash when he runs really fast like he has yeah. the so that's what kai does okay and okay. um i remember seeing a music video that they did that because his superpower is teleportation oh. and so in the music that's video cute. you see him doing that and and so baekhyun is light i forgot what it was for baekhyun's but it was in the music video yeah too. so very k-pop subtle traditional yeah Subtle. Good job, SM. Only, only super fans would know. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. 
But yeah, back to uh, <laughs> the end. Um, the song, the song is a vibe. I love it, and everyone should stand. Yes. Yes. Join the KRNB club yes. with us. Apparently, yeah, it's a club. It's a club. It's a yes. Club. Thank you, Casey, for that recommendation. Um, so I'll go into my recommendation now. This group has been covered on the pod before in the last episode, K-Bops episode, episode 88. So <clears throat> I won't go over like group information, but it is a new song. It's the B-side off of New Jeans' self-titled EP, and the song is called Hype Boy. I just wanna hear you come right now. I just wanna hear you right boy um it is about just like a teenage love like being so in love with somebody uh the lyrics in the song are um right in the in the bridge going into the chorus it's um uh i just want you to call my phone right now i just want to hear your mind um just them like being so in love it's very it's very simple and like cute song. The the music videos for the song are there's like five of them. There's the main music video, well there's an intro, the main music video, two performance videos, and then four music videos all with like a different storyline for each member. So, um Oh, one thing I want to say before I get into the music videos, the song was co-written by one of the members. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. Who? Do you know which one? Yeah, yeah Han- Hani, the Vietnamese okay. member. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. So for the solo music videos, um, the first one is for Danielle and Heron. Uh, the storyline in it is like... Basically, in each of these music videos, it's it's just the music video, but there's a they just focus on one member and their storyline. So in this music video for Danielle and Karen, they're texting the same guy. Yeah. And they don't they don't know that they're texting the same guy until later, and they're like, "What the fuck?" Like, and then they finally like ditch him. Oh, wow. And go off and do like friendship things. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> So it's like basketball themed. The, the guy that they like is a basketball player. So they like break into his locker room and steal his stuff because they hate him and things like that. <laughs> um, the next girl is Minji. She, um, oh, one common thing for all of the music videos, I noticed that all of the boys that they like or all of the people that they like are foreign. 
They're like not Asian. Oh, I no, I I thought the boy from Danielle and Heron's video was Asian at least. You think he's Asian? I think he looks. I mean, I could see Asian in it now that I'm thinking back. He definitely looks half, if that's Maybe. the case. Like half white, half Asian. Um, the girl or the guy in Minji's music video is, I think, African American. I mean, he has dark skin, but I can't. I can't really tell like if he's black or if he's like like Asian. But yeah, so their thing is they they meet at like the carnival, and um, he steals her slushie, and then later like um, they like are talking. Well, what's funny is like in the music in all the music videos, the girls are texting the people that they like, and they're texting them in Korean, but the people are responding in English. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it's so weird, and it makes me think like, are like, what are the it does, the subtitles don't have the subtitles to the text message. It's only the music video only has the subtitles for the song, so I have no idea what the Korean is saying. But I'm assuming like what it is by the responses in English. Anyway, that's it's, so. It's weird. I you know what I I didn't. You're right that that is what happens in the text, and I guess part of me didn't think twice about it. I was just like, "Yeah, that tracks. <laughs> That's fine." <laughs> yeah, yeah. So in the Minji music video, she likes this slushy boy, and at the end of all of the music videos, they're in this like house at a house party, and they do their choreo like right by the pool, and. Um, in Minji's video, she she has two slushies. She's gonna go over to the guy she likes and give him a slushie. And she sees from across the pool that he's like mocking their, their choreo. choreography. <laughs> yeah. And so she gets, and there's like text messages between all the girls like, that's not even our move. Like, what's going on? And she like crushes the, crushes the slushies and walks away. So not all of these music videos have happy endings, just. Well, actually, the two that I just said don't have happy mm -hmm. endings. Some of them do. The next music video is Hanny, the girl that wrote the song, co-wrote the song. She is, like, watching uh, this dancer online. And the dancer is, like, a hooded figure. Like, white sweatpants, white hoodie, like... It looks like there's something on their face and the hoodie, like the hood is over their head and she's just like watching this person, watching all their videos, to having like an online relationship with this person. And then at the end, when they're at the house party, she meets the hooded dancer that she saw online and it ends up being a girl. So I think there's some like girl love happening there. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was, I mean, it was kind of obvious at one point, at halfway through the music video that the person in the hooded was like female body type, I guess, because they were small. And then you could see at one point you saw the eyes. So I don't know. I thought it was pretty obvious. I thought it was kind of cool that they... Do you only think it's obvious though because I told you that it's a girl love video? 
Or did you notice it? No, bro, I watched. I didn't. I didn't notice it. I watched this music video before you decided this was gonna be your rec. Oh, okay. Because oh, okay. people, yeah. <laughs> but um, I thought it was cool that when the person took down their hood and revealed that they were like female, she was cool with it. She was still like excited and flustered, and they had a happy ending. Yeah. They had a handshake. Oh, that's a happy ending compared to the other girls. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's true. At least she didn't get mocked for her dance yeah. moves. Um, the last girl is Hyeyeon. Um, she's in love with a boy who is an artist and also has... As well. <laughs> what? <laughs> Bro, the, the asthma stuff. The inhaler, yeah. the inhaler is part of the storyline. Yeah, so he's like, he's sitting on the bleachers, you know, like drawing people around him. He has his inhaler and he's like taking puffs of it and he leaves it. And then Hien picks it up. She bedazzles it. Oh my gosh. Then, then, then takes selfies with it. Like a bunch it. of photos and, with it. Yeah. Selfies with the bedazzled <laughs> inhaler. Probably is texting them to him. I don't oh know. And then at the end, like, she gives him the inhaler. That sounds like typical teenage love. I love it. I know. Like, that, yeah. That's epitome high school romance. That's what I was telling yeah. Cody when I, because I was watching, I, the only music video I had seen was the Hani version. So I hadn't seen the other girls' uh, music videos and I hadn't seen the performance videos until I was prepping for this mm -hmm. episode. And so Cody was like, damn, you must really like that song because you've been playing it over and over. And then I had to, <laughs> I explained to him that there was fucking six different music videos that I had to watch because they had different contents, like slightly different yes. contents. Um, but it was it was giving me like girlish feelings. And I said this in the episode where I recommended Attention uh, by New Jeans. I really like them because it, it gives me the same feeling that I got from 2521 of like youthful, wholesome, yeah. like crushes, simple. you know, simple yeah. crushes. Um, and I was telling him, like, our kids are going to fucking have wholesome high school crushes like this, or I swear <laughs> to fucking God. And he was like, he was like, they're going to rebel. Yeah. And I was like, not if I show them these music videos as inspo. <laughs> but I really love their yeah. concept. I love how, like, wholesome and, like, natural all of their, like, looks are. Yeah. It makes me want to have long black hair. I know, yeah. right? You know, just natural, simple, like, innocent. That was me before I started fucking lovely. dyeing my hair. <laughs> yeah. It, it, like, so I used to dye my hair all the time. Like, I went full blonde at one point, And then now I'm growing, like, I'm just having my natural hair grow out, dark brown. And seeing them with, like, all of them have long brown, dark hair, like it makes me feel good about my natural hair, you know. Yeah. Just let it, wow, letting it go. So what's what's interesting about the hair for them is so their concept is like very much Y two K early two thousands like teen girl, right? Which is funny because mm -hmm. that's when they were literally born. But um, 
my older cousins were teenagers in the early 2000s. And a hallmark of the Asian American look in the early 2000s was long, natural, dark hair. So, yeah. So I, that's what stood out to me and what made me notice them at first because I was like, wow, it's like, the super long hair Asian American girl look coming back, and they're fucking bringing that shit back. I, love I it. do have a side note about the long dark hair because, like, clearly it's extensions, right? And I just, I this one thing oh, is it popped up? It has to. Be. It doesn't look like okay. extensions. It doesn't look like extensions. This is how I know there is this fan cam of I think it was um, Hayden and. She has like two little ponytails and then her long dark hair, but oh. the two little ponytails are like legit, like the size of my fingers. Like her hair, the like hair they just like, stick out. Yeah. What they if they're just, like, just layers? Stick out. Uh, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it could be layers, but it's like it, it's significantly shorter than the oh. rest of her head, and it's okay. like it's the fact that it's two like half two. What's it called? Ponies, right? Two ponies. Yeah, pigtails. Yeah, two pigtails with her the rest half up, half down. Mm-hmm. And these two pigtails are significantly shorter than the rest of her hair, so it looked cute. Yeah, I know what you mean. That's what I realized. I was like, dang. Like if if she really had that long of hair, the 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 ball, yeah, would be huge. Mm -hmm. No, it wasn't a ball. It was just a tail. So it was like, and the tail was like legit, like it was the size of my fingers, like that. Oh, I see. Yeah. I understand what you're yeah. saying. I understand. So they didn't roll it up. They just wow. like, let it hang out like a pony. So they're really investing yeah. uh, into quality hair extensions for these yeah, girls. Yeah, <laughs> right? That's what I thought, too. Because you have to have, I mean, A, they're very good dancers. And when it came to their hair choreo, they must know the exact moves that they have to do in order to get their hair flipped like that. Mm-hmm. But I remember because I used to get hair extensions and people would always say, like, you can tell hair extensions are in by the way the hair naturally moves with versus the extension moves. Oh, interesting. So, like the extension is much heavier, and so they can't move as freely as your natural hair, oh. bro. So, they, so when it comes to like attention, they they know what they're doing because there's it does not look like extensions. Like they flip the heck out of it, dude. Their the hair choreo for attention is really hard. Like uh-huh. I I mean I told y'all in the episode i recommended them that i've been practicing the choreo so i have the choreo down itself but my struggle is the hair part like flipping the hair so that it's <laughs> cleanly back and not just like fucking all up in my face yeah. is so hard and i have i have uh shorter hair now but when i was practicing this my hair was like probably at my belly button length so it's pretty long just as long as their hair is in the music video it's impossible so i can't even fathom how they do this with heavier extensions in their hair jerking their neck they must be which has i feel like it's from their waist like the 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 movement yeah stems from their waist like it's stemming from their waist or their diaphragm or somewhere but i'm sure it's somehow it's like a trick hidden in the choreo 
that makes mm. that hair toss happen. I need to I need to practice more because I want to be able to do the full choreo at my wedding. Mm-hmm. You, <laughs> oh my god! Pl- <laughs> I want to do all. I want to do a ton of choreo at my wedding at every K-pop song, but I definitely think that the hair portion of this particular choreo is so important to the overall visual. Yeah. Yeah. You can't yeah. just don't do it if you can't get down the hair part is mm-hmm. my opinion. Mm-hmm. That yeah, I agree with that. God. Okay. <laughs> These are my closing thoughts about uh new jeans. I have two. Um one, I have a bias. Oh. <laughs> and I think and I know her who name, it is. Who? You like the Vietnamese girl? No. Uh, I mean, I do I do have a comment about her, but she's not my bias. Okay. bias. My bias is Danielle. No. Oh, dude, Gabe hates her. I can't. Why? Well, she, I okay, why is this she is your bias? this is Sammy's comment about her. She's my bias because I am a softie for like Half white, half Asian yeah. people. Wow. Yep. Yeah. Breaking and news. And she's Australian and uh, like white Australian and Korean. So and I don't think she's really pretty. I mean, she's like she really the center face. of the group. She's she probably is the visual because she's in the center. What is Sammy's okay. opinion on her? Sammy. Sammy thinks that her body is like she has like a the, long torso. The proportions are not there. That's what kind of yeah, and I feel bad like saying this about someone so young, but just the body proportions is what throws me off too. She just has a very long torso, and I don't think it's her torso. I think it's her neck. She's her just, neck is really she's long. very long, but I think yeah, she'll she grow is. into it. Yeah, she's still that's young. What Sammy so also says that it's because she's young; she'll grow into her body. Mm-hmm. Again, yeah. a very weird thing to say about a teenager. Please do <laughs> not, please do not hate me for this, okay? Yeah, I think she's pretty as is, and I'm sure she'll be pretty when she grows into her body. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and then the second thing that I have about. Um, New Jeans is a comment about Hani, their Vietnamese member. I texted you guys this right when I found out the ethnicities of all of the members. But I think Hybe learned from Island to like put a Vietnamese oh. member in the group because when that kid Hanbin was in Island, it seems like all of Vietnam was voting for him. Yeah, I yeah. And I, that. I don't know whether it this is like that was like the first time a, a Vietnamese member has been in K-pop, but like the whole country rallied around him, and so I think her placement in the group was strategic to like get popularity. For this member. Like, you know how Lisa and Bam Bam are, like, the king and queens of Thai. Thailand? Yeah. She's going to be the new queen of Vietnam. That's that's funny. She's my bias. She's pretty. She's very pretty. pretty. And I love Viet girls. I just fucking yeah. love them. Yeah. They're all well, so pretty. I, I don't have a bias yet. Um, Danielle is pretty. She kind of just... She throws me off a little bit, so I'm a little hesitant towards her. 
Oh my but god. I, but I love them all reg- regardless. They're visuals. Yeah. They're all they visuals. They are visuals. Oh, I have one last thing. I just remembered it and then I'll be done okay. for this episode. Okay. Um It's so funny watching their stages for attention and the hype boy and cookie or whatever songs they're performing. Um you can really tell that they're new performers or just like new to K-pop because every single time they sing and they're looking at the camera, once they're done with their verse, they wink. And yes. it happens every Wait, really? single time. I noticed yes. that. Yes. Yes. Like all five of them in a row will finish, wink, sing, Week. Yeah. Sing. Why? Week. Why? Why is that indicative of them being new? I think the wink, and this is just my opinion, the wink is like a very easy, um, facial charismatic th- facial expression to do. You know, I feel like it takes time and maturity to, like, get on the level of Wu Young from Ive and, like, have a facial expression for every single line in, in the song, you know? Wan Young is the same age as them. Oh, Wan Young. Yeah, but she's been in... Um, a trainee. She's been in... Well, she's been in IOI mm. for, like, years. Okay, that's fair. So, I just feel like the wink, they it's like, like a beginner facial it, expression. Yeah, it's like a be and the fact that they're all doing it. Yeah, that's like, true. Seems, There's no variety. See, yeah, Mix I think it, it, it takes time to like learn the variety. Yeah, yeah. Just notice it next time. Okay, the winking. Okay. You know, <laughs> I, that brings me to a criticism that I've seen of this group online is that people think they should have remained trainees for a little bit longer because oh. in because in interviews uh when they get asked questions they have a tendency of looking to their leader to answer those questions and they realize the leader i forgot i think it's uh fuck whoever's the, the oldest one the eldest one yeah which one <laughs> is the oldest is it minji uh, i think it might be I think minji, it's minji. Damn, I just covered this. In, oh, maybe I have notes. My notes still. Give me a second. Oh, wait, no. My my notion isn't loading. I'm sorry, people, but... Oh, I have it here. Okay. It's it's Minji. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so they look to her to answer the questions um, unless they feel, like, really prepared for it. And you can tell that they rely heavily on scripting and guidance to navigate these k-pop idol situations which given their age is it makes sense but you also have to think about the fact that jungkook was um debuted at like 14 six whatever how old was he when he was 14 he was young he was very young however he did have older members with him so overwhelmingly older uh outnumbered the one maknae Whereas the situation, mm-hmm. they're all very young. So yeah. it's hard to compare, but people are of the opinion that I've seen. And it's not an overwhelming opinion that's like echoing all over the internet. It's just some, uh, like a couple perspectives that I saw in comment sections. But 
a lot of people thought that with more trainee period, like a longer trainee period, they would have more uh, media training to be able to handle these situations that K-pop idols are just immediately thrown into. Mm, I kind of like that they're shy and don't really know what. It it plays into their whole concept, you know, of like young innocence, you know, like naivety. Maybe that is the concept for now. And as they get older and they develop as artists, maybe, and they grow more confident as idols, that's when we'll see them not as shy and Mm. grow with their brand. That's true. I love that. On that note, I, I actually had a thought when I was watching the music video for Espa's Life's Too Short. I was like, this is grown up New Jeans hype boy. Because it started yeah. with the texting. <laughs> and then it was a more polished, like, chore- like not polished choreography, but a very polished look for all of the women in Aspa, you know, their hair was styled and all that stuff, but the sentiment yeah. was kind of the same for for both of the music videos. So I was like, this could be uh, new jeans in a couple of years. Yeah. 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 Tying it back. <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, thank you guys for sharing your recommendations. Um, if you have any recommendations for us, uh, feel free to DM us and reach out to us on Instagram at Idle Talk Pod. Uh, rate, review, and subscribe to us on all major plat- podcast delivery. <laughs> all major podcast directories and streaming fla- platforms. Oh, Ashley needs a longer trainee period. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Where's Nathan? I need him to mentor me. Um, if you have feedback or content requests, email us at idletalkpod at gmail.com. And don't forget to check out our content directory uh, where we have previous episodes categorized and information about us. It can also be found in the description of our episodes, idletalkpod.uwu.ai. Um, and with that, we thank you guys for listening and we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.